Welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Lunch. I have a very special guest with me here today. Uh, he's a TikTok star. He's a model. He does everything. He's just a really funny guy. I'm here with Corey Wynn. Hi, I'm Corey. Wait, can they see me? Can no, no, it's all visible. No, it won't. Okay, good. Don't worry. <laughs> so I like to start off every episode with an icebreaker. So say your name, your favorite season. And, you know, I also like to do a question maybe for the guests. So uh, what's your favorite egg dish or favorite way to cook an egg? Oh, God. And um, <laughs> I'll, a special fourth question, uh, gay son or thought daughter. So I'll let you oh think I can go for <laughs> The funny thing, I don't even like eggs. I don't even like to eat eggs. This is an exclusive. This I, is an exclusive. No one's ever heard that. I don't even like to eat eggs. Oh my god, this is an but exclusive. Let me go in order. What was the first one? Here, what? I'll let you. I'll let you think. I can go first if you want. Go ahead. Yeah. Go All ahead. right. So my name is Evan. Hi, my Evan. favorite season is winter because it's my birthday. So I'm gonna be a bit of a narcissist. Yeah. And so. I think I think my favorite like egg dish is like an eggs benedict or like a way to cook an egg is a sunny side up because I, I like the runny yolk which is apparently a controversial opinion did you go did you grow up like wealthy like like in a well-off family i mean like i'm from like a annoyingly overprivileged town in northern new jersey but also as like I. yeah uh -huh. as I. yeah i don't know i just feel like that's the only type of kids that grew up eating like eggs benedict but it's something like my dad would just <laughs> make on like mother's day like to be all like because my dad is the type of person he can make like three things well and it's like steak pasta and for some reason the third is like eggs benedict <laughs> just as a go-to uh-huh exactly <laughs> like if it's literally like literally i'm the only december baby in my family because then my mom is my girls my dad is 23rd of may my mom's then the 30th and then my sister's june 6th so they're like one right after the other okay. and on top of that is like mother's day and father's day so just literally for the entire like month of may and june i just wake up and i'll see my dad in the kitchen on like a sunday morning just cooking that and i'm like okay let's just go with it yeah i mean what are you gonna do tell him what to cook no exactly yeah. plus like it is really good. I can't complain. All right, what was the next question? I oh, gay son or thought daughter? You know, can we answer that seriously? I feel like it's- No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, if you want to answer it seriously. The idea, the reason we said it in our last video is because the idea of it is so ludicrous. Oh, it's like insane. You even compare the two. Like it <laughs> I saw one that was like, um. Oh, it oh my god, I can't remember what it was for the guy, but it was like Depop reseller or like something else. <laughs> it's like it's like why would it even matter either way? It's so stupid. I like in my college time, I remember literally one day, I think I was literally just walking like Target and I saw those types of people just like on the sidewalk interviewing people and like, yeah. do you want to interview? And I'm like I look myself up and down and I'm like, you want this? You want to ask this type of person, gay son or thought daughter? <laughs> it was just. Uh, yeah, I would I would stop at the glasses. I would see your glasses <laughs> like, nah. nah. This person's going to kick my ass with knowledge. <laughs> Sorry, can I cuss? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't have a pot terrible potty mouth, but sometimes one That's might fine. slip out, you know, It happens. A little bit. <laughs> um. All right, is it my turn? Yes. Okay. Um, my favorite season, 
is the spring actually because either way i, I live in utah mm-hmm. and so spring is the only time we ever get balanced winter right. there's about a foot and a half of snow out there right now i don't mm-hmm. even want to leave the house and then in the winter the lawn looks awful it's nothing's mm-hmm. going to be green it's all mm-hmm. desert like and so spring i mean you wake up and the grass is wet but it's it's a little bit of a balance so yeah mm-hmm. springs springs good um what was the next oh like your favorite egg dish or way to cook an egg yeah uh, okay so i i'll eat like i'll eat like a burrito with scrambled eggs in mm-hmm. it but as far as any other egg dishes go i'm uh, i'm pretty anti i guess i get that like i mean i'm from like i said i'm from northern new jersey and if i ever slandered anything about a bacon egg and cheese i think i'd like come home <laughs> to like a riot but yeah. also I would never say anything negative about like my state's uh, national dish. Yeah. Even if you felt that way deep inside, you could never. You oh, I never could never. New Jersey's, and I feel like this is most states. It's one of the states where I can talk bad about it. But if anyone else who's not from there says anything negative about it, I will defend it to like the end of time. Yeah, I was in New Jersey um, three weeks ago at, towards the end of December. Oh, really? Yeah, what part of New Jersey? Rahway. Oh, okay. I don't really know that area. <laughs> it's it's close. It's like it's like 30 minutes outside of New York City. Like a 30 oh, okay. Minutes. I was just oh. staying there so I could go into the city. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, because that's where my manager lives. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was just staying there to take the train in. Mm-hmm. As far as I got in New Jersey, I mean, I was able to buy cigarettes. <laughs> I can't do that here. Real? Because the age... The age is 19 in New Jersey and uh-huh. 21 in Utah. So, I mean, Utah is, I know, strict with like a lot of vices Mormon. and things like that. Uh huh. Are you from like a Mormon area? Yeah, absolutely. In my neighborhood right now, um, I don't think there's a single family that's not Mormon. My family, include, I am not personally, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, my, I grew up Mormon. Yes. Wow. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> Let's get into some current events. So, I feel like It'd be, I try and oh do boy. more pop culture, but oh I think boy. it'd be, literally, I feel like it'd be <laughs> ignorant to not acknowledge that Joe Biden was inaugurated as the 46th president of the United States. Absolutely. Um, I'm happy it's not Donald Trump, but I'm ready to Aren't hold Joe Biden. Honestly, like, literally, it, thank yeah. God it's over. Um, I mean, it's not like we're in a perfect world by any by, oh, no. by any stretch of the imagination. I, I I thought you were getting ready to say that you're ready to hold Joe Biden accountable. I think that's beautiful. No, I like yeah. yeah. I I mean, my whole philosophy was like, get rid of the disgusting person. Like at least Joe Biden's a politician. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a career politician. Yeah, he's done bad things, but I feel like he's at least in the mindset where he cannot run this country further into the ground than it already is. Mm-hmm. and i feel like and he's he willing also, to listen to people yeah absolutely he also doesn't have like a follower base that like gets violent and like and like has that mindset of like us against the world us against the world like that's kind of eradicated exactly so, i think that was undervalued in the presidency like like policies aside i think it was undervalued how like how extremist some of the supporters seemed on that side so I, i'm glad that's gone exactly it's just like that far like extremist add to that I feel like is finally going to be out of politics where it really just has no place whether no matter what type of government you have we're like these yeah ex- and 
yeah, I definitely fall more left and could and any moderately right wing person would probably look at me and be like, he's an extremist, he's an Antifa, whatever. But like, <laughs> I just want people to be able to like survive. I yeah. don't think that's such a radical idea. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not too crazy, insane mm-hmm. um, to not be worried about the economy a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know. I'm only twenty. How old are you? I'm nineteen. Oh no, I'm twenty. I just turned twenty. Yeah, I had the same thing. Yeah, I've been twenty since last September, and mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I still call myself nineteen as well. Mm-hmm. I just turned twenty in December. Nice. Just a couple 20-year-olds shooting the shit. Exactly. Cool. Now, <laughs> some fun things to come out of the inauguration, like not to sound like a 26-year-old millennial living off her parents' money in a brown stone in New York City, but I really did enjoy what Joe Biden and Michelle Obama and Kamala Harris were wearing. I, Evan, can I be honest? Yes. I did not watch the, inaugura- <gasps> the inauguration. I did not watch it. That's honestly, like, I slept through half of it. I was literally in bed watching it on my computer. Yeah, and like, I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but also, like, like, I'm on the time zone where, like, it's, I feel, like, nice to wake up. Like, thank you for waking yeah. up early, by the way, because I am not a morning person. Oh, yeah, I've been up for, like, an hour so. And this is a good morning for me. Uh, oh, I was good. excited, you know. So, oh, yeah. yeah. You're welcome. But, yeah, they, so, like, I saw this TikTok about it where, like, Something that I think probably like Ted Cruz or Mike Pence or some like asshole Republican government official like made fun of Jill Biden because she's a doctor, but her yeah. doctorate is in education. And what I found out is so she was wearing this like blue dress with like a matching trench coat and gloves and a matching mask. And I found out that blue is the color for like education and doctorates and education. And then you and then you had Michelle Obama and Kamala both wearing different shades of purple and purple is the color for like law degrees and things like that. Yeah. So just a fun little tidbit. I didn't know is uh, Kamala a lawyer as well. Yeah, she was a uh, she she well she was a lawyer. She was the attorney general of California where she did a lot another person that listen I think she's gonna I think she's a well spoken person and I again I'm happy that there's a vice president who doesn't literally want to shock me to death. <laughs> but isn't but also is another person that needs to be held accountable for policy. And I feel like that's like the mindset that needs to be used moving forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, anyone, anyone who knows her history knows she definitely has to be held accountable. Not a, not a terrible person, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This W has not done many great like some things that need to be <laughs> not a bad person just hasn't done great things that's gonna be like that's how i'm just gonna start selling myself not a bad person but hasn't done great things oh, God. God, in other amazing news um jojo Siwa is a lesbian was that a true coming out was that was that real so when i saw the first video that everyone was like freaking out over i was like I don't know. She just likes to dance and stuff. Like, I, there. Yes, she had like rainbow lights, and it was literally born this way. And she was yeah. wearing a rainbow top. Yeah. But I was that. like, I don't know. Like, you you don't want to assume anything. But then she posted her picture on Instagram where it was a gift from her cousin, and it was a shirt that says, "I love my gay cousin." Really? 
Yeah. Okay. That kind of that 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 nearly seals the deal. I mean, the next step is just coming out and saying it. But uh-huh. again, you can't assume anything. Exactly. Out of the comments, I think she has a lot of real estate to go in that community. I think she's very she's a very hot commodity. Mm-hmm. You know? I <laughs> I saw one of my friends put his private story. He said, "Jojo C was a hey mama's lesbian." <laughs> I remember the I remember for a while they were getting at Jacob Sartorius for that as well. Oh my god! And then someone made like a, a huge insult. I don't. No, think I don't think it's insult. a huge insult either. I mean, like I loved Joe. I can't even lie. Like you know how there's those people who are like will like support like something stupid or like pretend to be a fan of something stupid because it is stupid. Absolutely. Like I loved JoJo Siwa. I wasn't like watching the Nickelodeon specials and stuff, but like I just thought she was like, let her live. She's cool. She's like a mogul. She's a business yeah. mogul at like 16. She's an, yeah. only an inch shorter than me, which is a little nerve wracking. She's 5'9. I'm 5'10. Wow. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. No, yeah. I know. She's going to say anything on that but i think she'd be um a, a great um i don't, <laughs> she'd be I, don't a, I don't know i don't know what i what i love doing like you know she makes them she makes music and like yeah yeah it's not great i don't have it saved to like my library but like whenever there's a tense moment in a group chat i'm in with my friends she has this one song called hold the drama so whenever there's a tense moment where like there's just like bickering, I'll send hold the drama. Cause I mean JoJo yeah. said it best. Sometimes you yeah. just gotta hold the drama. And you can't disobey her. You cannot oh, disobey JoJo no. Siwa. Oh, you cannot. I will say though, God, this is literally so. I mean, you are in Target. You never leave with just what you came for. Yeah. yeah and uh, a few years ago, I was in a Target and I was running some errands. And I left with the stuff I needed, but I also left with JoJo Siwa slime, like back when slime was popu- popular. Uh, and oh, um, was that the one that had a asbestos in it? Asbestos, like the like no, had, no, like, no. A scandal. Her Claire's was makeup. makeup. Was it was her yeah, Claire's yeah, makeup. Yeah. No, yeah, I was just worried for you. Evan. Thank you. Listen, if anything's gonna make me a little cuckoo up here, it's probably not gonna be the JoJo Siwa asbestos. Yeah, if anyone who had the JoJo Siwa makeup kit should not be worried about the vaccine. Oh, I could list a lot of things that can make me not worried about the vaccine. But my <laughs> parents listen to this podcast, so mom and dad, I am a child of God and do nothing wrong. <laughs> and, but he's still not worried about the vaccine just because he's a smart person. Exactly, because I believe science. But anyways, my JoJo Siwa slime, I had it because... I have like, you know, those tiny can-can backpacks, like the square ones that everyone loves. I, as much as people are like, oh, they're basic, they're whatever. They're a good backpack, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I had it in like, in my backpack and I don't know what happened, but it like it opened up and exploded and got everywhere. And, it, oh. and then what made it worse is I also took that backpack to New York. This is 2019, I remember. And I took that backpack to New York City Pride where they just hand you condoms like left and right, like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> so on top of there just being slime stuck all over the bottom of my backpack, there were also just like some loose condoms stuck in it. <laughs> oh, imagine you meet her there and you're like, hey, I have some of your slime. 
Uh, uh, I, I, can I just get a picture? You know, can I just? Can you, I, I lost the slime. I, I lost it. It it got stuck yeah. in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. That's an, how'd you get it out? How'd you how'd you clean it? I tried so hard. I was literally like scraping it. I was like, it literally got like under my nails. I tried running it under hot water, but that just like it just got so messy. The backpack was just ruined. I literally just had to like toss it. Yeah, yeah, you got to. Uh huh. Like it just gets to a certain point where like there's no salvaging it. Did you throw the whole backpack out? Yeah, I just had to throw it out because like I couldn't. I like washed it. I tried scraping it. Yeah, it, makes it sense. was. Yeah, it was great. So, um, and just uh, the in some more internet drama. Uh, the internet hates Shane Dawson again. We were we were still talking about him. Yeah, like, I know. He did. Did he do something else? Well, I don't like Trisha Paytas because I do think I, think I think she's a spectacle. I think. Oh, I it is such a guilty I can't pleasure. Live for me. without her. I oh no, her. I don't like her, but I can't live without her. And I will watch every episode of that podcast she has with H three H three. Like I've never I've never seen it, but I've seen clips from it, and I think. It's a gorgeous dynamic. Oh, it you are missing out. It is like the best, just like hour where you just sit down. I literally just like will do whatever. I'll like play solitaire while I have it on. So at least like in my head, if I do something slightly intellectually stimulating while listening to it, it like cancels out. Yeah. Okay. Dumb yourself down and 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 sharpen the saw as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But um. Well, everyone is taking her defense, and I honestly take it too because she, Jeffrey Star, another gross person, his hairstylist basically went on live and was like, "Trisha, you're fat, you have bad skin, everything we said about you is true, and I'm gonna beat you up." And then, yeah, I know. Literally, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it was a lot more dramatic than I'm saying it, but that's just like the three main points. And then, like, she had, like, a breakdown, like, and rightfully so. Like, who wouldn't be hurt if, if, like, someone said that about you? And then, like, Shane Dawson, who, like, is her best friend. Like, I used to be, I can't even lie. Like, I won't even pretend that back in, like, middle school, I liked Shane Dawson and I liked Trisha Payton. Like, I liked them. Of course. Mm -hmm. But like Shane Dawson was a staple. Exactly. Exactly. Um. But everyone was like, why isn't he defending her? Like, why is he sticking with, like, Jeffree Star? And, like, she's just been... It's just been, like, an explosion. Nuts. No, like, it really is. I mean, like, you could say whatever you want about Trisha Paytas, but, like, I feel like it's just, like... It's, like, I would say... She's been friends with Shane Dawson for, like, 12 years, I think she said. Am I wrong? Did didn't she defend him for a while? Yeah, she defended him when literally the entire when literally Jada Pinkett Smith and her family were like yelling at him on Twitter. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. I'm on I'm on Trisha's side. Uh-huh. Let me, let me go on the record. Uh-huh. So what are some things that you're enjoying now? Any like current favorites? You know, something that I've recently been enjoying is um I went to Trader Joe's for the first time this week and I understand the hype. You do, uh huh. Really, like the little, like the little obscure, like snacks they have for sale and stuff. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Like I get it. Plus, like I feel you could get like I don't know. I got a lot of stuff. 
because I just moved back. I'm I just moved back into college this week, and I just need to go grocery shopping. Like you get a lot of stuff for like not a horrible price. Is that right? I haven't been for like a year, I don't think, but I don't remember it being like crazy cost efficient. Is it? Was it pretty all right? No, it was. It was like yeah, it was pretty good. Like good price for everything I got. Um, as far as as far as what I'm into, um, let me think. Music, TV shows, a movie you just watched that you really enjoy that you'd recommend. Um. I've been enjoying taking my taking my dog out to like different parts because we live in an area where there's a lot of like wilderness area and like places to just go and be completely alone. So mm-hmm. I've been taking my dog out there and my dog is an idiot. My dog's my dog is an absolute idiot. Um, she's 10 years old. Her oh. name is Kevin. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no, I love and, like out of the box i have an entire you know there are people who have like note notes on their phone where it's like names for their babies yeah i have that but for things i'd want to name my dog in the future and it's just yeah. like the weirdest things yeah you you need a name with solidarity you know mm-hmm. you need like like i like walter i think walter's a great name uh-huh yeah you know walter the dog on the <laughs> yeah exactly i thought i think it's perfect i think it's mm-hmm. fitting um, but yeah, Kevin, I don't know where she is right now, but I'm trying to get her to be able to go on walks without a leash. Cause I see that all the time. I saw that in New York. I saw a dude walking around mm-hmm. with his dog to like walk around in the city. It's like, that's an amazing dog he has. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time I put Kevin down, just sprints as far away from me as possible. So I play a little game with myself, telling myself that she's going to learn one of these times, but she's not, <laughs> not. You can't, I think you can't teach an old dog that. Yeah. I mean, like, I have two dogs at home and I'd walk them. I have Parker, who is about the same age as Kevin, like, ele- I think he's 11. And then there's little Nico, who's like three years old. And um, we like to, Parker, we were told it doesn't have a mean bone in his body. And I like to say Nico was an opioid baby. Yeah. And my mom says he has Kill abandonment him. issues. <laughs> Can you pick him up at least? Um. Uh, oh God. Well, I have literal bones. Like there's just no muscle here. So if I tried really hard, I could probably pick Park Nico up. Oh, what kind of dog is he? He is. He's a. Uh, um. He's kind of like in everything in the kitchen sink. But we oh, were told. Wow. Yeah, we were told he is a German Shepherd lab mix, and then Parker's oh, a black so he's lab. Big, big yeah, okay. And big, he's not that big. Yeah, he's like a medium sized dog, I'd say. But like Parker, we've had for years. And I think because we like trained him on the leash for so long, we can walk him without his leash. But Nico, mm-hmm. like, he sees another dog, and it's just like mm-hmm. some something like goes on. So I get that. Uh, when you walk, do you like to listen to music? Do you like to listen to podcasts? Anything? Um, no, that's more of a driving thing. When I'm out and about, I don't, I don't ever have headphones or in or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I hate that feeling of like the potential to get sweaty and have headphones in. That's, that's, those are my fears. That's how mm-hmm. well off my life has been. Oh my those, God. <laughs> those are my fears. Do I was just talking <laughs> about this. Do you want to know what I hate? Cause right before this, I had to pick up like some fancy equipment from my school for one of my classes this semester. But like, mm-hmm. 
you know how like when it's it's super windy i'm in maryland i go to university of maryland so i'm in maryland right now it's super it's not that cold it's just really windy here and mm -hmm. um you know when like you're out and it's really cold but like you're exerting a lot like you're carrying some heavy stuff and like you're all bundled yeah, up yeah. so you get really warm but you're being hit yeah, by so the cold air yeah like, that is one of the worst feelings in my opinion where you have that like hot cold yeah i i don't i don't know i i like to go running in the cold so i i i'd have to disagree with that i think the the body heat and the cold air that does something to me it really does. really i it feel sure like does. i feel like running is a little different because like maybe yeah maybe in that in that setting it's different um uh -huh. when trying to carry something it's a little, it's a little yeah worse. uh -huh. like i was like all bundled up with my jacket just keeping my hands in my pockets like all zipped up in the mask and everything yeah. so like but I feel like running since like, I'm assuming you're not running like a thick winter jacket and and all that yeah, jazz. Not, not at all. Yeah. Not uh -huh. at all. So it's probably um, not. But I get what you're saying. Like in that case, I probably wouldn't hate it. Yeah. Unless we're below zero, but that doesn't happen crazy often. It's just usually, it's usually like 20. Let me check the weather today, actually. Let's see. We are at a solid 34 degrees and snowing. How about you? Uh, right now it is 32 and sunny. With, oh, but so it feels, colder. yeah, but uh, I wish it would, it's like not snowing anytime soon around me. It's just supposed to rain. Maryland is, is generally like warm, isn't it? I've been there once, but I don't uh -huh. remember it till much. I've, but until, coming here and experiencing it a little more i wouldn't i probably wouldn't consider it like a southern state yeah but after being here for about like a year ish year and a half i'd probably consider it more of a southern state like it does really? like it does get warmer it's not as cold like you know, up in jersey can get freezing mm -hmm. but like i there have literally been times i remember in high school where like I there'd be so much snow on the road, but they wouldn't cancel school and I'd be driving and I'd almost like spin out and be late to school and my teacher would get mad at me and I'd be like, sorry, I was just trying not to die. But then like <laughs> I've been told by my friends who are like from Maryland to go to school here, like if there's just a light dusting of snow, they would cancel school. Bro, did you get good grades in school? Like did you Yeah, I, I work hard. I'd imagine now that you're at like Maryland, um, what made you choose this school? So I'm studying journalism and uh, I didn't want a city school, but I wanted a school close to a major city. So what's nice is that we're like 20 minutes outside Washington, D.C. Yeah. So I kind of get to experience like campus life. But if I want to go into the city, I can hop on the metro and go in. Plus, they have a really good program for journalism. So it just all worked out for me. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's really good. That's really nice. Um... So to all my listeners at home apply to the University of Maryland. Go Terps. And I will too. Go Terps. Yes. I don't have nearly the grades. <laughs> they pulled my grades from my school. I did, I did all right. On, did you take the SAT? I did ACT. Yeah, I did. I took the ACT too. Um, I did these. I did all right on that, but mm -hmm. um, my grades, awful. <laughs> I could, like, even though I wanted to go to college, it'd be a, it'd be a pretty, it'd be a stretch. All right, well, when we come back, we're gonna be talking more with Corey Wynn, just a little more about him, just some fun things. So uh, keep listening, stay tuned. 
So welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Corey Wynn, and we're just going to get into a little about his story, get to know him a little better. So, you know, we talked a bit and you have already talked about this. You grew up in Utah. So really, what was that like? Because I feel I have such it to me, it's so different. Like I've talked about, I grew up in what could honestly be considered a suburb of New York City. I was 20 minutes outside of it, like northern New Jersey. And it's very different. Uh, No, it's this place called Bergen County. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but mm-hmm. I do know one city that's near <laughs> New York, and that was, I just threw it out. <laughs> uh-huh. But I know Secaucus. So yeah. growing up in Utah, you even talked, you even touched on this briefly that you grew up Mormon. So what was uh, that like? Um, I, I don't know. My parents are pretty still relatively like open-minded. Like mm-hmm. while they do believe that, they don't, they never force that upon me. Like as early as 12, I could have been like at any time, like, I don't know want to do this it took me till about like 16 until i said that um but yeah the effects it had on me i don't know um i think every kid has their things that they're um, directed towards by their parents yeah it's just natural if you're going to be raised by someone you're going to also become similar to them mm-hmm. um, but yeah i don't think there's too much negative about it i just think it's a different environment yeah a lot of those people that believe that around here i'm happy though i love utah i love mm-hmm. it i've been to utah once in the past because my family likes to go skiing and a few winters ago we went skiing in park mm-hmm. city yeah perfect place to do it uh-huh and then my dad uh works a lot in salt lake works a lot in salt lake city sometimes mm-hmm. so like yeah yeah, even though that's more like the major area. And then now that they've started Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I consider myself an expert on the area. Of course, of course. Yeah, uh-huh. I haven't seen that yet, but I know people that keep up on it. I am a reality TV like junkie. So like I love some of the housewives. I love like RuPaul's Drag Race. Evan, Evan, can, yes. I, expo- can I expose a DM right now? Because nothing's going to come from it. An exclusive, yes um so do you know love island on cbs mm-hmm. so the producer from that i have a i got a dm from him asking me if i wanted to audition i'm not going to be 21 in time for the shooting we decided that i called him there's not i'm not going to be able to be eligible but yeah that happened and for that solid night i was like dear god i'm going to be on love island oh my god i literally like, will watch know. I don't know if the producer is going to be pissed off that I said that. I don't know. But yeah, that happened. Well, when the cast is announced in 2022, I'll let it be known that Let's Get Lunch had the exclusive of course. On, the, on who's going to be announced. I'll, <laughs> I'll leak it to like Reddit or wherever. First person ever. Fantastic. Mm, oh my God. He hasn't, even been, he hasn't even been cast, but it's confirmed. I'm also honored yeah. that out of all the DMs you followed through with, you chose a random podcast from a twink from New Jersey, as opposed to the producer. <laughs> of you like, call yourself, do you call yourself a twink? You refer to that. Like, I refer to myself refer- as one. Yeah. I refer okay. to my, I mean, like, it's so stupid how... What are you saying? I'm so new. I'm so new to like talking to other people who also like boys. And so I'm so <laughs> I'm so I guess I guess that's gay. Um, I, uh, I yeah, I'd, I'd use the word gay for uh, for boys who like boys. Of course. 
and I didn't know when Twink first started being said, I didn't know if it was derogatory or not. So I was like, I didn't know if it was people referring to themselves, people referring to other people, like a joke or whatever. So I just stayed away from the lingo entirely. So I'm still learning, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm more used about myself in like a joking context for how like I just said like a twink from New Jersey, but like I'm never just gonna like march into a room and be like, I'm a twink. Like, like no, that is not me. Like if someone had to like, <laughs> I'd never just like do that. I just use it in like a joking context. Can you do that again? I, I'm, I'm just be like, I'm a twink and I'm proud. Like, oh my God. Okay. Or like, I'll use like my- no, I feel like I had a, yeah. I feel like I had an all right grasp on what um, what the meaning is. Yeah. As well. Okay. Right. Anyways. I can't remember what we were talking about. We were just talking about Utah. But anyways, so most people know you from your TikTok. Yes. And I found this really interesting. The very first thing you ever posted it has 305,000 likes, 1.3 million views. So what got you started on TikTok? And it was, a, so what, yeah, what got you started on TikTok? So uh, all my friends had it. I was like the last person on there. I, that, the account you're watching, you can see that was posted last April. That's when my account started. Um, and I had a YouTube channel at the time, like a personal YouTube channel. Um, and I would just go around and do stuff. And that clip that you're talking about is from one of my YouTube videos that it had like 400 subscribers or something like that. And, but I'd go to these massive links to make the videos all right. Like in right. that one, I went to many restaurants around Utah and like, and like rated them upon like, and compared them to their Yelp rating. Like it was an elaborate thing for how much mm-hmm. following I had. <laughs> and so I'm glad that TikTok got a recognition. I was like, I can just post this on TikTok and get people to actually recognize it. This is a way better platform, like objectively. Mm-hmm. And so I just posted all my YouTube clips on TikTok. Once I ran out of that, I was like, okay, I'll just make original content. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not a bad guy to listen to. And Were you so, one? Oh. Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Were you one of those people who was like, I'm too good for TikTok. It's just an app where the kids are doing the like renegade. I was so mean to everyone I found out how to TikTok such a bully and I'd like to um, I'd like to apologize to TikTok and everybody who um, did TikTok before me because you are my pioneers Charlie D'Amelio is your pioneer on the record yeah on the record as much as I hate to say it I guess so (laughs) oh my god I have my iced coffee here in honor of Charlie D'Amelio Oh, d- is um, it from Dunkin'? It is not. Well, it is a Dunkin' oh. Keurig pot, actually. Come on, I thought I thought you were from up north, up northeast. I, I You're do not big like Dunkin'. No, I love Dunkin'. I just wanted to save okay. money and make my coffee today. <laughs> of course, absolutely, uh-huh. absolutely. No, but like I get exactly what you're saying about making fun of people who are on TikTok. Like I remember my actual current roommate. Him and I were roommates freshman year too. Like when we were still like talking, becoming friends, every now and then he'd send me a TikTok he made. And this was like 2019, like March-ish. And I'd be like, why are you on TikTok? Like, why am I about to live with someone for the next year who's like making TikToks? Yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a great, it's crack. It's actual mm-hmm. crack. Oh, it's it really is. I remember there was just one day over like, the quarantine where I was like, I'm just not going to use TikTok. I'm going to see if I can go the entire day without using TikTok. 
and what was funny about it is that it was one of the like five times that Donald Trump was like, I'm going to ban TikTok. So this is your last yeah. day on the app. And I was like, yep. well, I'm still going to like follow through on my morals. Like I made this promise to myself. So like, I guess this is my last, I guess yesterday was my last day and I didn't even know it. Like I was even sadder than like uh, Charlie D'Amelio. She couldn't do her renegade anymore. What are you going to do? I know. Um, I can't do any of those dances. I have two left feet in vertigo. Um, <laughs> my little my little sister, we were just talking about, my little sister knows all like the TikTok dances. She is 16 now, I think. And and like I'm the like the TikTok like I I actually like post on mm -hmm. TikTok and stuff, and like I don't I I also don't know like a single one. Whenever I post one, it's always just like a parody of one, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, oh no, I love like the stupid ones. There was one that I saw where it was like, you remember how the Wendy Williams on the Masked Singer was going viral? Wendy Williams on the what? The Masked Singer, where she was dressed as the giant lips. I think I remember that. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying too hard to associate Wendy Williams, but go uh, ahead. I love Wendy. Someone like made a dance to it and it was like the best thing ever. I could talk about how much I love and hate Wendy Williams for hours. So I can't get into that, she, but. She is one of those, like not, not as bad as Trish, but like she is one of those that's kind of like said some out of pocket things, but. Oh, oh my God. But great to watch. Great to watch. Oh, I love watching like the hot topics because she just, yeah. she just doesn't care. At all. Uh-huh. At like, all. She will literally just sit. My favorite, there's a clip of her and this was like from a few years ago. So it's now out of date, but it's her reading off a list of every person Azalea Banks has fought with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it's Azalea just like, Banks there? No. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I know. She, she but was, yeah. I, oh my god another person i could talk about forever yeah Any, anyways so i mean you're very popular on tiktok and you even talked about so originally you're posting clips from your youtube but shortly you mm -hmm. started doing your own original content so like what inspires your content or where does it come from because like there's so many different aspects to it there's parts where like you're doing more comedy and more like sketch-based things you're doing more like pointed thirst like, traps so, like, i was about to say like you're doing thirst traps you're doing like pointed things with, like uh-huh so yeah. like what inspires your content um i mean i obviously i'd prefer to like to do the funny stuff more often because um that gets more respect like if someone went to your profile and they laughed they'd be far quicker to like follow and give you respect than if they went to your profile and just saw a bunch of people like oh i'm attractive look at me that sounds oh i'm attractive um but sometimes just what works like mm -hmm. i i just like interacting with people i like making content that people can interact with doing things i like attention obviously as everyone does yeah um but yeah as far as those two things go those two things go um i kind of just cycle in between them relatively to what i think will work mm -hmm. and i've i've been wrong i've been right it's kind of it's kind of just the chase of it i guess mm -hmm. once tiktok is boring i will leave <laughs> i think it's great that you're not afraid to like interact with your fans because i mean there's so many people that you can follow on the app that just like ignore all their comments but like even if you'll just like read through like not a single reply like the only reply to like someone stupid or just like anything i mean i've uh your neck is looking a lot better i hope the alien is Thank okay you. that you met at walmart that you found at walmart 
Thank you. I, I, we got to catch that guy. We got to catch that, the alien. That guy. Um, yeah, the first time one ever went like a video ever went like viral, <clears throat> I was like so overwhelmed that I couldn't uh, respond to that. I couldn't just sit there and respond to everybody um, because it's it's weird. You don't want to be the guy who doesn't interact with the people who enjoy enjoy something he made or they mm-hmm. made. You don't want to be that guy. So yeah, I appreciate that compliment. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the idiots, uh, I feel um, inclined to say something mm-hmm. a lot. It, I've had like two TikToks blow up. One was literally following like a viral format, like artists who have never made a bad album, and it was just all about Mamma Mia because that is one of, <laughs> that that's my comfort. That is my comfort film. I love Mamma Mia. And the other was yeah. actually also about Mamma Mia, where it was me in my dorm last year, and it was me singing Super Trooper with the caption "Me when my roommate leaves," and for some reason people liked that. So like. It really is like you never know what is. And it was just your actual voice singing. Yeah, it was literally like, uh huh. Wow. Oh, I'm not a good singer. I'm not a good singer. You must have talent then. Oh, thank you. It's called delusion. I couldn't get that to blow up. (laughs) You're funny. You're funny. Thank you. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't get that. Wow. Yeah. It was literally no. It was literally so stupid. Where I literally posted it just on a whim. I went to bed and the next morning I get a text while I'm in like a discussion for one of my classes and it's my friend and she's like, your TikTok has like 5,000 views. And I'm like, why? It's literally Isn't that me. a good feeling? Uh, it was like cool, but it was just like, <laughs> I need this attention. Like I, I, again, like you said, I like attention, but I was like, I need this to stop. I need this to stop right now. <laughs> I need to go about my day. Uh-huh. Cause like, I can't just sit here refreshing the app all day. I got stuff uh, to do. It was either, I need this to stop. Or if Lil Huddy isn't in my DMs in five minutes, inviting me to the hype house, I don't want it. I don't want exactly. it. Exactly, right? Where's my invite? Come I know, on. out of, you de- You deserve the invite. I think you and I, I think you and Noah Beck would get along really well. You think? You I think, think so. I actually I- don't know what I would do um, if, they're not inviting anybody anytime soon, but I don't even know how like well off that is on the mind, like on a young um, adult's mind. No, I agree. I think there's definitely like a toxic part to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I'm happy. I'm happy you use this word yourself because this is a question I've always had for these types of people who make thirst traps. I didn't want to say this and potentially uh, insult you, but I've just always had this question like, I don't, I don't view myself as like an unattractive person, but like I could just never. Yeah, you're not. You're 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 a good-looking guy. Oh, thank you. But I could just never like see myself doing those like thirst traps where it's like they lip sync and they're like bent over like the wall with like the blue LED and they're like lip syncing to like a slowed down <laughs> reverb lo-fi Megan Trainer song that they don't realize is Megan Trainer, <laughs> and they're just like, uh, and they like lick the teeth or like bite the lip, and I'm like so. Oh, what are you talking about? You could do a thirst trap right now. Could, you have it down pat. No, I could never. I could the, the issue is I could never do it and like watch and be like, oh, this is hot. Like I could never this do gonna that. This is going to slap. Yeah. Like, like yeah. this is going to get like 50,000 people in my DMs being like, oh, we love you. Oh my God. Like yeah. I could never do that. Mm-hmm. So how do you do it? Like what what is the thought process? If you can explain that for someone like me. So, so yeah, it did take me a while to work up that confidence as well. Um, 
I mean, once once I started getting like people who just like messed with whatever I do, like a small amount of people, I felt like I could post whatever. And I still, don't get me wrong, I still get that. Like I have, I have like 81 drafts and about half of those are just thirst traps I never posted because the, you do get that. I did watch them and I'm like, this can't be taken seriously. But every once in a while I, I get one and I watch it. And I'm like, I'm kind of doing my thing there. Like I, I'm kind of like, like that's not, I don't know how you really make fun of this. I kind of just look like I mean it. Um, and in that sense, I'll post it and then take whatever repercussion. Because sometimes someone will post one and like they'll be like, oh, how do you go to school after this? How do you? And if that ever happens to me, you know, I'll take it as it comes. I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, you are right. It is hard to take as a as a normal person. It is hard to take yourself seriously in that context. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I literally think of like a Vinny hacker who is like literally famous for posing in his ma- like because there, there's the level of confidence that comes with like viewing yourself in that light but then mm-hmm. there's the level of confidence that is literally like pressing posts and like just uh-huh. like being able to do that and I don't think that's the level of confidence I have where I could just like pose in my mirror and just be like uh, or whatever mm-hmm. I remember there was that brief period in time where I was like doing like this thing and like rolling the eyes back that's when I first joined tiktok i remember that vividly uh-huh. I was like, this is what it is okay I don't like know. this is what people this is what people want mm-hmm. so i'm gonna sing abba yeah yes um and it's it's a weird disconnect because i was like i was like okay this is what like people are into i guess but if you talk to anyone in real life they still believe that's like cringy like they still understand mm-hmm. like what so it's weird tiktok has this whole different like world it's a whole different world where things are acceptable there mm-hmm. and would that would not be acceptable in re- to do in real life mm-hmm. so i think that's why it's so addicting yeah definitely it definitely is this like other reality i think part of it comes with like i think part of what you're talking about where like people in real life will be like oh like the thirst like a thirst trap is cringy but then like mm-hmm. you scroll on your furry beach and are liking every single one I think part of that honestly comes with more like a cultural thing where like the idea of like sex and sexualization is a very taboo subject. Yes. But like in this idea of social media where it's all about like performing vanity in a sense, it's like an accepted thing. It's almost like a quote unquote required type thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and like 90% of our generation is narcissists anyway. Oh, completely. Yeah. No, Gen Z definitely thrives (laughs) on like complete vanity. like everyone will i'm i'm the type of person where it's like bouncing back and forth between like i am a gremlin who deserves to hide in the sewers or like i am literally the most stunning person to ever walk this earth it's like that balance of confidence that gen z has yeah 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 absolutely i'm the same way it's not really like with my looks but it's the same way like um with like whether I should get up in the morning or not, like Mm -hmm. whether I should get up and do something that day or not. If I'm not up doing something by like 10, I just call off the day. I'll just be like, Mm -hmm. I belong on my couch all day. (laughs) That's good. I need to get in that mindset. Maybe that'll be better for my work. Anyways, I think you have a great head of hair. I love the mullet. Thank you. And I'm very happy that I have like, you can't see because of my headphones and the way it looks head on because it's also like a Jufro in the front, but then like, I don't know if it's working, but like I have the baby mullet. 
it is it is working it is working you gotta you gotta you gotta tone down like the sides and you'll mm-hmm. be right there with me i don't oh. know if that's what you want though i like it's like sort of like that i you have better curls than me you oh have thank you curls. It, it's it's in my genes i am jewish so i have the curly hair and the poor stomach do do you Both yes of have, them. yes very curly hair see very sensitive stomach yeah uh, yeah, I've heard that before, and I didn't know if it was just along with the stereotypes, but I mean, I guess if you say it. No, it's definitely, I mean, like, I talk to my Jewish friends, and they're like, yeah, I have really bad, <laughs> just like we all have bad stomachs. <laughs> <laughs> and it also uh, makes no sense, because, like, our cultural food is, like, can be, like, really hearty, like, really, like, heavy. Yeah. Like, things yeah. like briskets and stuff like that, like, that's not, like, a light meal, yeah, no way. Now I think of it. Can you handle spicy stuff well? I like spicy stuff. It actually doesn't upset my stomach that much. Mm-hmm. But I do like spicy stuff. I just can't handle it phenomenally. Yeah. Okay. Taco Bell. I think I've had Taco Bell like once on a whim. I was never like a. I didn't really grow up eating fast food. Is like the thing. Oh really? Uh huh. I also used to be Whole like foods kid. Yeah. yeah I also was an insanely picky eater when I was like a kid so I would like never even think about having that yeah okay yeah that makes sense I was the exact opposite I'll, and I'll still eat like anything I'm like better now but I don't know I think the most like outrageous thing I've ever had was duck how was that how was duck it was good and I think I I also was told by I was like nine and I think my dad told me it was chicken, not knowing that it wasn't like he oh. just like he messed up. He didn't know. Yeah, oh, he wow. didn't know either. So we were just at like a nice restaurant. I was like, okay, I'll try it. It looks good. And then he offers my sister a piece, and she goes, no, I don't like duck. And I'm like, that was that was duck. And he's like, uh, I, I guess it was. <laughs> I wouldn't dare. I don't know. I mean, like it was good, but. I was still decently picky at the time, so I was a little like, ooh. You got any vegan friends? Uh, no, but I have some close family members who have celiac. So like really? some, uh-huh, yeah. some like restrictions uh-huh. and some close yeah. friends. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why I asked that. Nothing wrong with vegans. No, I agree. <laughs> except for that vegan teacher on, you know, the, the old lady who's- Oh saying, yeah, she's a problem. She's, she's a definite problem. Has she ever um, responded has- to any of your content? I've never said it. I should say something to her. I should bait her into saying something. Because I feel like I'm not the smartest person around, but I still feel like I'd win in a, in, a, in a head-to-head war. I disagree. I don't think you're not a smart person. Thank you. And actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to amend that because if you break it down, there's no logical way not to be – there's no logical reason not to be a vegan. You just mm-hmm. have to accept your ignorance, um, which I do every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, like, I know – well – I only partially disagree with that because I just also have friends who have had like firsthand experience with it where like it doesn't go right. And also part of it is a socioeconomic issue. Yeah. Yeah. Like my friend who is allergic, who's already, she's already allergic to dairy. She's already allergic to eggs. Well, not anymore about the time she was. So the only thing she needed to cut out of her life was meat to go vegan. So she decided to just to try it. Mm -hmm. And then her hair started falling out because she wasn't getting enough nutrients wow so for some people it just doesn't work yeah see i haven't i hadn't heard stories like mm-hmm. that in my mind veganism was all about the decision and uh 
it's really obviously not. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like with any kind of like diet type thing, you have to research what it is and how your body will respond. And that's kind of why diet culture is such a sham. At least mm. in my opinion, like yeah. there are objective Dude, I, truths that things are healthier than others, but like, uh-huh. yeah, no, absolutely. I've done, I, I did intermittent fasting for like, uh, for like a solid two months and like I tried to convince myself I was happy doing it, but like I just sat there. I was like, "What am I doing? Like my body isn't even changing. I'm just like have this facade of discipline right here. Mm-hmm. It's really, it does nothing. Like, exactly, just eat, dude. Just it, just eat." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I talk about this with one of my friends who I actually interviewed on the podcast. If you want to listen to uh, "Let's Get Lunch with Food by Nia," it's still available because I just have to do still a show available plug. on uh-huh. the shelves. Yes because <laughs> I have to shamelessly plug my own show on it but we've talked about a lot how she has she's someone I know who's close to me who has celiac and like we talk about a lot because she also runs like a food blog how like there will be people who will go gluten-free for like, health benefits but like if you're cutting out things like like you can't you have to have like a gluten-free cake or like a gluten-free cookie like it limits your access to certain things that are considered unhealthy, like sweets and desserts. Uh, so it's like, of course you're gonna like lose weight, but there is no like inherent benefit to yeah. cutting out gluten. Yeah, yeah, weight weight doesn't determine health. And I don't know how many people need that beaten into their schools. Mm-hmm. It's such like a <laughs> taboo issue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it sure is, which is sad. Mm-hmm. It really is. So speaking of taboo issues involving beauty standards, um, something that's really interesting besides your social media presence and your content, you're also a model, which is just yeah. really cool. So how'd you get I into modeling? Get into, um, the, what we were just talking about, uh, TikTok, um, I was DM'd by a mother agent and he was like, Hey, can we FaceTime? And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't love FaceTiming, but okay. Yeah, sure. I'll do it. And we FaceTimed. He told me what it's all about. And he was like, I think you have potential. And I was like, okay. I mean, everything I've heard about models is exactly what we were just talking about. Like the, un, like the unfair body standards, they eat cotton balls all day. They uh, like, they're crazy unhealthy. And there's still, there still is that I'm sure, but uh, it's been great so far. Um, I've, that's why I was in New York. I'm signed now to heroes models in New York. And um yeah, my train of thought was kind of lost, but yeah, model good, model good, modeling good. Yes. <laughs> Did you have like an interest in fashion and modeling ever in the past? Never. Or was it something that was ever. brought up to you? I mean, maybe, maybe my closeted self throughout high school maybe had like a little bit of that side, but I played football for 12 years all throughout high school. So that was kind of my focus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so maybe deeply in with it locked in with my sexuality <laughs> but uh yeah no never expressed that my my best friend and i don't know if you know him uh damon my best mm-hmm. friend always had something for it always had something for it that was mm-hmm. like always our idea he was going to be a model and he is he is um but yeah i guess i am too mm-hmm. so uh what what do you hope to do with your modeling career do you want to do maybe more like photo shoot runway things like that uh, I just, yeah, I just want to get, I just want to get stuff that I can like go and show my kids. 
Mm-hmm. Like do stuff that I just be like, hey, I did this. I don't want to be in it for the long run. I don't want to be I'm not going to be 30 still being in the modeling business. I don't I don't want to do that. I'm I'm in here to get out and get some cool stuff to be like, mm-hmm. hey, I did this. This is this is a cool experience. Uh, yeah. But again, I've been wrong before. If you would ask me last year if I wanted to be a model, I would have said no. If I wanted to be a TikToker, I would have said no. I wanted to be um, I wanted to go to school. And major in CS like every other kid my age or in my area um but yeah so I've been wrong but that's what I'm in it for we can't expect uh you to be the next Naomi Campbell or Cindy Crawford not at all and actually there is a uh there's a massive pay gap in modeling and the women actually get paid a lot a lot more so um like times 40 more oh my god wow I mean, it makes like, sense in a lot no, of cases. No, it does. They're doing I mean, like, a I, lot more beauty stuff. Mm-hmm. I also think, like, I'm a very big fashion person, and like, I love styling that stuff, and it's stuff I want. It's stuff I want to work in more on like a business side. And I mean, I love that quote. I love like the nineteen, the fun, the phenomenon of the 1990s supermodels, like the Naomi, the Cindy, all those people. Yeah. And I love that quote. I don't get out of bed for less than ten thousand dollars. I think that's really just a great I think it's such a good funny just like little line imagine that that's that's yeah that's a gorgeous thought process and I I hope to be there one day mm-hmm. I don't get out of bed cap the sentence cap the sentence there yeah yeah How, yeah like in like in first grade when they made you do like the subject and the predicate oh, like God. the line through the middle of the sentence I yeah. could talk about absolutely like I've abundantly mentioned, I study journalism and I could abundantly just talk about forever how the modern day United States education system has failed young people in terms of learning grammar and learning spelling and basic things like that. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm a victim. The wrong your, the wrong there, all the time from me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just need you in my ear a lot more. <laughs> I'll go straight your book in 20 years. Yeah exactly but like they expect you to learn grammar from reading then the issue is is that no one wants to read ever like i remember joint doing like like an ap english my junior year after doing like the easy level and i was like oh like i'm a hot shit i did well in my class last year like i'm a good writer english is my good thing because i am not a math or science person in any way shape or form but and I walk in and I'm in the class with all the like really smart kids where like I look back on them now and like I think half the like the kids go to like Northwestern, Cornell, Yale and I'm at like a big state school which not to knock it because this is a great school but like when you look at a at a Ivy League it's like way the two (laughs) and I was like oh this is going to be an interesting ride my teacher is like commenting on my poor grammar skills everywhere I turn and the thing I want to do with my life is writing but that's enough on my issue were you public school were you public school yeah I went to public school and a public school teacher was talking to you like that I mean like not verbatim but like I'd like get my I'd get my papers back and I'd see all the red writing and all the grammar marks yeah yeah and like he was a teacher I was able to develop a relationship with like because I was I had two classes with him because that was the year I've started like working on a new on my school paper and things like that. Mm-hmm. So him and I kind of developed more of a relationship like and he ended up like writing my letters of rec and I ended up becoming editor in chief because 
I ha like had to get my grammar better because this is what I wanted to do. So now like I can write fine, but, or I can write good enough is a better way I'd to put it. I'd imagine so, I'd hope so. I'd hope so too. I'd hope I write good enough, but <laughs> honestly, I have like a few things I like to use in life. It's good enough and we can't all be winners. Let's live by that, mm -hmm. live by that. I mean, I like the first one a lot. I think I'm gonna steal that from you. Just I mean, like it's off. like exactly like if you get it, if you get done when you need to get done. And then sometimes we can't all be winners. Oh, in fact, most of the time, most of us are not winners actually. Mm -hmm. And that's not a bad thing at all. Because if you're a winner, the only place to go is down. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's that's gorgeous. Anyways, so um. Uh, yeah. This is probably a little taking a bit more of a serious turn because, you know, hard investigative journalism. Um, I just have a deep question. Um, egg. Why? Where We talked about this briefly, but yeah. I saw like your heart sink. No, I'm not that type of person. This isn't like 60 minutes. No, no, no. I've told people before in DMs, like it's, it's not like all you have to do is ask me like what it means. And like, I, I'll tell you, it's not going to be, it's never going to be like a big secret. It really just started because I don't know how to respond to criticism or compliments. I don't, I, and I don't feel like, like responding. Like, I don't feel like having to say the correct thing to each time. Cause I don't know if you remember back in the summer, I got in very deep trouble. Mm -hmm. because I um, I made fun of a person that did not deserve to be made fun of in any stretch of the imagination. Mm -hmm. um, so I messed up a lot. Not that that has yeah. anything to do with egg, just a lot of times I'll say the wrong thing. I'll say, I'll, I'll be stressing whether I said the right thing. So I just started saying egg to people. Just kind of like, hey, egg. Mm -hmm. I started saying that and it caught on, I guess. I feel like you just touched on something that I never even thought of bringing up or like people will put these social media influencers on a platform and I think it's okay to look up to someone who has a following or look up to someone who inspires you contact like speaks to you whether in, in any way shape or form but like you're you're you we're both 20 years old you can yeah. we both can't be expected whether you are a person with hundreds of thousands of followers or a person who barely gets 100 likes on Instagram you can't be expected mm -hmm. to know every single thing and it's important that like you take what people are saying and like you're learning from it and you're acknowledging if you do something wrong but it's Absolutely. also like and I look at these like huge huge youtubers like a Tana Mojo or like a James Charles and it's like why are you like yeah I think she should someone like a Tana Mojo should take accountability but, like why are you going to get mad at her when if she's not going to release a statement about people storming the capitol like what yeah. grand opinion does Tana Mojo have <laughs> on Donald Trump and his following like if you're getting your politics from like Jake Paul Tana Mojo or whoever <laughs> like that's what you need to re that's what you need to be reevaluate you don't need to evaluate why your favorite influencer isn't making a comment you need yeah. to evaluate why like you have your opinion why do you need them to t educate the world on politics yeah you're you're so correct about that and i would i would hope nobody looks to me for that um, no matter if i share it or not i would hope nobody looks to me but then there is the other side of they they watch you they watch everything you do and mm -hmm. so when something else arises that isn't necessarily in that category they'll still be like what do you think of this why aren't mm -hmm. you saying anything i thought you were a good person um which is fine. It comes with it. I mean, um, 
the amount of the amount of work that like big TikTokers do and the amount of income they get from that, like privileges they get from that is just disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Even myself, the amount of work I put into TikTok and the amount I've got out of TikTok is like not not fair mm-hmm. <laughs> in any stretch. So I think it is the other side of that as well that we that you kind of get unfairly treated when it comes to opinions like that and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's also some cool stuff though. Like since I came out, there's people like DMing me like, hey, I don't want to, like, I feel this way too, but I don't know how to come out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that had me crying. The first time I got that, I was crying like down, like right over on that couch. I was like, holy hell. Like I'm mean enough to someone for them to say something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's also good stuff. I think it's all in anything you do. Yeah. There's definitely like, and even with what I was saying before, like there are definitely issues where like, if you have that large enough platform where you can talk about something and spread awareness or you can help people and like touch people in that way, it's like, it's important to be able to use your platform. It's like a slippery slope. It's like, yeah, you want your favorite. Cause I had a huge YouTube phase back in like 2014. I was like in the golden era with like the Tyler Oakley's and the Grace Helbig and even Shane yeah. Dawson, who we just talked about. Like you have your favorites and they mean so much to you and you want them to talk about these things and you want them to be able to spread awareness and use their platform that they've been, gin- been given because of how much they mean to you as like a role model. Exactly, yep. But then it's like, they also like, I feel you can just assume, and there's also so much, you can just like assume these things, like you hope these things, but there's also so much scrutiny. Like I remember people were saying like, Dixie D'Amelio loves Trump because she suspended her Twitter and he got his suspended. But it's like, really? Like, like <laughs> dude, if you don't like her, you don't like her, but like- Grasping for straws. Exactly. Grasping for straws at that point. When like you're someone with as large a platform and there's, Quite honestly, I love Twitter, but it also is like a horrific place. Twitter is a cesspool, bro. I don't have I don't have an active Twitter, um, and that's the only platform I'm not active on because mm-hmm. honestly, it's it seems like a cesspool. Oh yeah, no, touch it. If you like take one wrong step to the left, it is, or like even <laughs> yeah. to the right, it's just over. Like you can't yeah. do anything right, you can't do anything wrong, and mm-hmm. like. Twitter's enjoyable for someone like me who I who literally once tweeted, whose toes do I have to suck to get a live version of who's gonna save you now by Rina Sawayama? Like that's fine. Whose toes did you have to suck to did, did anyone respond? No one responded. I unfortunately and fortunately haven't sucked anyone's toes yet, but I also don't have the live version of a song I love so much. So true. Yeah. True. So, so both both parties are probably disappointed right now. There's someone yeah. that needs their toes. So- uh huh. I can't say that with a serious. No, way. it's. I think about those things like I can't. I can't say that. Uh, that act with a serious face. I don't know no. why. Oh, uh huh. Just ludicrous to me. I love asking all my straight friends this. I ask my straight guy friends this, and like my straight girlfriends this. I ask the girls if they'd ever stick a finger up their like guy partner's butt. Uh-huh. And then I follow that up with, would you ever peg a guy? Yeah, what do they usually say? Probably no. They say maybe to the first one. They always, it's instantly no to the second. Yeah. And like, seems, <laughs> seems like a stretch for a, oh, for yeah. a straight woman. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I'll ask, like, the, this, uh, my school is a very big, like, frat. It's not a big frat school, but there is a 
Greek life presence. Yeah. So like if in the past before COVID, I was like ever dragged to like a frat party, I'd just be such an asshole. And I'd be like, like it would be like a guy that my friend's like trying to make out with like in the corner where and he probably is like dressed in basketball shorts and like a jersey and thinks he's like serving it classically mm-hmm. and i'd be like hey would you ever get a finger up your butt while like travis scott is blasting in the background and he's like <laughs> probably not and then i'm like would you ever let a girl peg you and he's like never god no so uh-uh. so the, at least they both agree the boys both agree no to pegging and they're yeah. both like probably not to the finger mm-hmm. okay so they're like all on the same page like my cool edgy like home friends from high school who like i did theater with are always like i'd maybe do it but then like my yeah. friends too who are like and i love them and they know i make i don't feel bad saying this is going to sound like an insult but it's not because they know i make fun about they know i hate greek life and all that but like they're like the sorority girls they'd be like they're like never yeah and that sounds derogatory and i mean it with no malice or hate no not at all i i if you wouldn't have prefaced it i wouldn't even be thinking that Mm -hmm. yeah i could say terrible things about my friends right now and (laughs) oh yeah no i love them Uh we always scream at each other you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah even yesterday me and my friends were just down here angrily screaming at each other oh but that's and, like the know. best relationship yeah like just I being able them. to like me- uh-huh and now speaking of your friends you know you really do everything i mean you do tiktok you do your modeling you do your so- just social media in general but you also have your youtube channel you have your own personal youtube channel that you talked about briefly but you yeah. also have your youtube channel with your friends uh speedy and, and the g yeah and yeah, i was watching was. some of it and you know that's why i had to ask a gay yeah, son, and gay son and thought daughter which i thought was beautiful i'm i love when people watch that stuff um, uh-huh. that's actually my favorite thing to do um that was my first love obviously mm-hmm. and so i don't know that's that's gonna take me um a while to give up it's actually probably like the least successful venture i'm in mm-hmm. um which is kind of how it is the thing you want most doesn't happen Mm -hmm. Um, but in time i suppose uh yeah i love it i love it to death it's so fun just to film and hang out with my friends i mean like it's so great because like all those creators that everyone i feel like falls in love with are the people who like can come off as genuine on camera when it's like a group of friends together just like really like having a good time just like taking the piss out of each other yeah like it's really enjoyable to watch because like you feel like you're in on the joke yeah yeah thank you thank you that's that's what um that's what we've been striving for the past how long we've been like 14 months i think we've been doing it um yeah that's that's all we want i suppose so what got you and all your friends to start it was it like one of you just like threw it out there one day or was it yeah so i've had like i haven't posted on my personal youtube channel in in like a year in a full year but when I had that going, my best friend, Damon, I, who I already talked about, approached me. and was like, bro, we should do a, we should do like a, it was actually initially going to be a podcast. It's like mm-hmm. this one. It's like, bro, we should do a podcast. It's like, all right, whatever. And we came up with the name and I was like, all right, let's do it. And I was like, well, where are we going to post a podcast? It's like, I actually don't know. I only know YouTube. It's like, okay, so let's just video ourselves in our in our basement talking like it's a podcast, like a video podcast. Mm-hmm. So it was super lame. It was so lame. We just sat up in my in my attic up there just talking about random subjects, did like four episodes of that. Like locally people watched it, but mm-hmm. nothing like that. Um, 
And then one day we just started doing like public things, like crazy stuff. We just snap. It was just like this snap. Like no one's going to watch what we're doing right now. We got to do something that people are going to watch. So we go we make like fake sugar glass things, start slamming each other in the head with it in public. Just something, just make a spectacle. In uh-huh. hindsight, it was stupid, but people watched it. People at least watched it. Mm-hmm. And from there, we're like, okay, okay, we just got to try a little harder. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's where it came. I actually, I don't know if you know, but um, we actually had a video, our video that kind of took us past a thousand subscribers. And like, it's the only video we're known for nowadays is when we snuck into an NBA game with uh, bags of ice, which I'm still doing with legally. I'm still doing with uh, <laughs> lawsuits from, oh, I don't Lord. know if with it, but um, yeah, we got into an NBA game telling them that we're uh, ice delivery men and they oh, believed God. us. The security guy believed us. So we got into the game for free. The hundred dollar plus tickets was just evaded. Like we just got in. And then when the security found out about it, we obviously had uh, charges pressed against us, which are still pending. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the pinnacle. Of, that was last February. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Before the world shut down. Yeah, like perfect timing. Perfect I know. timing. And that's why it still hasn't been resolved because right. COVID. Yeah, they're back two years on their, on their cases. Two years? I don't know if it's that much, but like, I know that... Um, we got in trouble again for going up to Post Malone's house. Um, we have another trespassing charge mm-hmm. for that. Dude, all my money right now is going straight towards legal fees because I'm so dumb. I mean, I, like, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, but yeah I thought Post Malone was not, like, I just assume he's in like California or something. Yeah, I know he has a house um, up here in Utah, which I will not be going to where it is yeah let's just you it's not hard to find that's the thing and that's what i'm going to argue and it's not hard to find you don't have to be a computer genius to find the celebrity's address you don't yeah i mean like when i can barely do honestly like i see these people like finding these like celebrity addresses and i know you're saying it's not that easy or it's really easy i just don't have the mind to like logically process that like really just and like I hate to like knock myself down because like I just feel like that's not productive in a long run mm-hmm. and like a mental state. But like, I was in uh, an intro econ class last semester that was a requirement, and right. like I always joke around with my friends, but it's also kind of serious that like I genuinely think that we should just print more money. I, <laughs> Come on! No! Come on! I no! <laughs> I can't get it. I can't get into this. I can't get into this, but I'm just saying that if we print it all, like there are just so many things I don't understand. Like, if okay, if I'm doing like an algebra problem and it's like one plus X equals two, then X is obviously gonna be one. Like one is always one, two, two will always equal two. If I plug in three for X, that's not gonna make sense. Like one is always gonna be one, two is always gonna be two, so on and so forth. Yeah. How does the value of a dollar change? One dollar is always gonna be one dollar. Because if there's more dollars, then the do- then it's worth less. That's just not you know? true. One is always one. One one is always one, but one can mean less when it's no. in a monetary value. You okay, know? so then that means math is a lie. So clearly, there's one end of this equation that is not true, and it's either clearly. the math part or it's the money part. And since clearly, the, and since the economy itself is has less base in fact than astrology, 
Like I can look up in space and see a constellation. I can't look anywhere and see the economy. No, by all means, we should get rid of um, the current system we have. Of, um, we should get rid of capitalism. Oh, oh my in God. Every, in every stretch of the imagination. I've already broken 50 journalism codes by expressing my opinion. So I'm going to stay a yes and no to that one. Because <laughs> I've already like, uh, I can, that's another issue back on the Twitter thing is I have to somehow form a professional Twitter and I can't like I don't know what I'm gonna tweet on a professional Twitter. I can't you, tweet about sucking toes. Yeah. I can't yeah, tweet about like sucking toes or like I don't even know just half the random things I tweet. I just oh my I tweeted a picture. I tweeted I my friend gave me a JoJo Siwa like tote bag because I like tote bags and I like JoJo Siwa. And I tweeted, me and at Sweetie know the vibe. Don't date a man if he's not willing to get you a Birkin. And it's me and my JoJo Siwa bag. Is that amazing? Oh my god. Uh Uh-huh. No, yeah, no lie. That is a JoJo Siwa bag. Yeah. No, it's stunning. It is. It is. Anyways, I can't even talk about, but yeah, I don't think it's that easy to just like look up and just look up the address. Like I feel like I'm like serious hacker. You also got to go, you, you also have to be like a big enough asshole to like go to a celebrity's house because it's not a good thing to do. Like, mm-hmm. like we, we did it purely for like, like clout, I guess. Like it's not, we're totally in the wrong. That's why I'm going to plead guilty in the court case. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not even hiring a lawyer for this one. Mm-hmm. Like we're being assholes going up to Post Malone's house. And uh, yeah, there's no, like, that's not, um, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't want to rationalize it for anybody else. Mm-hmm. I, wanna, no, I, I want everyone to know that that's an idiotic thing to do. Yeah. I mean, that's good. It, that's kind of even circles back to the idea of like, when you have this platform, and obviously this isn't really even, this is something like sort of connected to that, but just even just a general life idea of just being able to take accountability for things when you're in the wrong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because if you don't do that, then people will get confused what you actually believe if you never take accountability. So, exactly. Yeah, gonna have the, to take your L's. The closest to like finding celebrity houses is, um. I've mentioned 50,000 times I'm from New Jersey and there's the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And I like to explain people who don't understand why North and South Jersey hate each other so much and why they're so different through that. In South Jersey is where they filmed the Jersey Shore and in North uh-huh. Jersey is where they filmed the Real Housewives. So I live yeah. one I live one street over from a housewife who was kicked off the show. I live one street below one who's currently on and the summer camp I worked at, her kids went to. And then I also know one because she's one of my mom's best friends. So it's like, I've been to their houses that have been on TV yeah. or I've driven past them. Yeah, of course. So so anyone from South Jersey with like that thick Jersey accent, you just kind of like. Yeah, that's what South Jersey is more associated with. South yeah. Jersey is also uh, a little more red than North Jersey. I've heard, as I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Every state, I feel like a lot of states have that. I mean, you look at New York, even it's, oh my, it's uh-huh. decently red, but except for the population density in the city. Exactly. Makes up for all of that. Uh huh. So. If you go like anywhere upstate. Yeah. So, Cora, we've talked about, we talked about your modeling, we talked about your TikTok, we've talked about your YouTube, we've talked about everything. So, is there anything we can look out for in the future, obviously, besides Love Island? 
Oh, um, making more clothes. I don't know if you know, but we make clothes sometimes. Planning on picking up that more. So buy my clothes. Anyone who's listening. Anything else you want to plug? Just like, just like, look at my clothes. Don't even have to buy them. Just like, look at them. But my plugs. Um, uh, I love my mom. Shout out to my mom. I love her. That's it. Oh, <laughs> not even gonna be like follow my my TikTok, air me on Instagram. I love that. Nah, man. I don't. Know. Corey, Corey went on TikTok. Corey, period, win on Instagram. Uh, yeah. And once again, I love my mom. Oh, Corey, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. I'm glad. I'm so glad we got to do it instead of keep continuing to delay it. I know it was great talking with you and I look forward to everything you're doing in the future. Thank you so much, Evan. All right. Take care and thank you all for listening.